Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. This summer, Pastor Doug Gribbenau visited the Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education conference taking place in Fort Wayne and recorded some wonderful interviews for us to share with you here on the Coffee Hour. This is Reverend Doug Gribbenau with KFUO Radio, and we are at the 2022 conference of the Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education in Fort Wayne, Indiana, hosted at Redeemer Lutheran Church and School in Fort Wayne. Joining me today is Mr. Nathaniel Pullman, and he is the headmaster of Redeemer Classical School. Nathaniel, thanks for taking the time to sit with me today. Yeah, happy to do it. Would you just take a moment and introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. My name is Nathaniel Pullman. I started Redeemer Classical School five years ago here in Fort Wayne. I'm the headmaster, and I teach here. And you've also sort of been the master of ceremonies yes. for this conference here this yeah. year. And you're doing a wonderful job, brother. Thank you. You know, I was looking at sort of your story that was highlighted in our conference bulletin. And I think it's going to be very interesting for folks to hear how you came into the world of classical Lutheran education and what that journey looked like for you. Yeah, great. So the Lutheran part has always sort of been in my blood, my father is a Lutheran pastor. My grandfather's a Lutheran pastor. So the Lutheran piece has always been there. Um, when I went to college, I went to Hillsdale College, and that's sort of where I caught the classical bug. Right? Okay. So the liberal arts education that I got there really prepared my mind and my heart to, to be in the Lutheran classical world. So the classical piece kind of got put on there. Was classical education part of your growing up or was your first experience with classical education at Hillsdale College? I would say it was. I mean, I went to a, a conventional parochial school for my elementary middle school years. And I think Lutherans have, even in our sort of more conventional schools, we've retained some elements of it because our Lutheran identity is so tied in with some elements of classical education. So I wouldn't say that I was totally foreign, but none of the schools that I attended before Hillsdale were deliberately or explicitly classical. And so those elements that were retained of classical education, you didn't necessarily know this is classical education. Right. Yeah. And I'm not sure that the kids at my school know that it's, I mean, it's on the, it's on the building, but we don't go around saying we're doing this because it's classical education. Sure. So, yeah. Right. So after, after graduating from Hillsdale, my wife and I had some kids and when they got to be, you know, three, four, like lots of parents, we start thinking pretty seriously about how we're going to educate them. And at that time, we were living in Fort Wayne, and we started looking around and just weren't really quite satisfied with what we found. And we started looking for homeschool groups because we thought maybe we'll homeschool. We found this classical conversations organization, and there wasn't one in town. And so we called them up and we said, hey, is there one in the area that we could go visit, see how this works, or you know, maybe become a part of? And they said, no, but you should start one. And, so, <laughs> and you said, yes, and this said, is wonderful. Yeah, and so we said, uh, okay, you know, we'll try it. We'll see how that goes. And so we started the Classical Conversations group here that there's now, I think, four or five of them in town, different groups that meet probably a couple hundred kids in those. So that organization is really growing. And so we did that for a couple of years. And what does that look like? What is sure. Classical Conversation? How is that in the homeschool setting? Yeah, so it, it is... It's homeschooling, so it's, but it's a co-op. So 
they meet once a week through the school year on we met on fridays but they can meet whatever day and then they will they have a tutor who sort of takes you through introducing you to a lot of the new concepts okay and then at home the parents reinforce can, that can help build that through the week students can work on it at home and so it's sort of a support for people who are unsure about how to homeschool, but also to build a community of people so that you're not just kind of by yourself with your own family. Yeah, right. So well, you, you get that, the, the consolation of the brethren, you know, the, the body of Christ brought together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we ran that for a couple of years, and for a number of reasons, we decided that a school would be better. And maybe you want to hear sort of yeah, our Yeah, that there. would be wonderful. Yeah, what was part of that thinking process? Right. So the first and sort of primary reason was we wanted to build a more intentional community around this church that our kids could grow up in. So you were members here at yes, Redeemer at Redeemer, and approached your church council or your pastor? and, and uh, Well, this is sort of my crazy idea to start the school. Okay. So after we had the idea and sort of built it out, we approached them and said, hey, can we do this here? Yeah. And they said, sure, we'll see how this goes. I'm not <laughs> sure. The pastor was on board. You're welcome to try. Sure how, how much they thought I was just kind of a crazy person. Well, no, five years later. <laughs> it turned out well. So we wanted to build a community of not only of students and children around them who would be part of their church and part of their life, but also a community of the mind that comes out of studying the same things. We also wanted to sort of raise the bar in a way that we knew we couldn't do at home ourselves academically. Okay. And so by hiring teachers to to do some more focused work in areas where it's very difficult, as every homeschooling parent knows, to teach kids. Right now, mine are 2 to 11, right? And so if you have six kids that are age 2 to 11, it's hard to teach them all the things they need to know and and to kind of get all those pieces in. Because you have such a wide spectrum. Such a wide spectrum. There's just so much to do, right? And this isn't to say that it can't be done well. It can. But, but it's a big we challenge. Could do it better. Yeah. With some teachers, we could do the academic portion better. And so those two things were kind of the driving factor there. And so I had been introduced to the CLE years before. I don't really remember when that started. And so that they were kind of a part of our research and resource gathering to, to start the school. And then I went back to Hillsdale for a second time, got a master's degree, and then in 2017, we opened the school. Wow. So. And so in 2017, do you remember about how many students you started with here? We had five students, and I was the only teacher. Oh, my and goodness. so it was a little one-room schoolhouse. They were five, six, and seven years old. So very small first and second grade class. The next year, we had 10. So 100% growth. Right. So that was good. And then I was still the only teacher. And then the next year, we had 100% growth again and had 20. And so then I had to hire some help. Right. But, uh, so it's just, it's grown well. The, the faculty has grown well. It's good to have fellow teachers to kind of get that vision that we had. And the community has really grown. And the church has been wonderful and helpful in all sorts of ways. And so it's really turned into a hub of a community for this church and the school. That's wonderful. So what does an average school day look like here at Redeemer Classical School? Well, we always start with worship. Amen. So every day begins either with matins or divine service. We probably have a divine service a third of the year. 
Okay. Just for various reasons. We'll do feast days. We do Advent and Lent every day, Holy Communion. And so they begin their days that way. Then we do a little bit of a PT, little exercise to kind of get their minds going for the classroom. So we well, take a lap and burn off a little of that energy. Yeah. I've got a six-year-old and, and an almost three-year-old, I know. <laughs> yeah. So to, to do that, we take them on a lap around the building and then we start with recitation. So they do a lot of memorization and recitation. And so we practice that even from very young ages. Even the five and six-year-olds will have to stand in front of their class and recite the memory work that they've been working on. Okay. I don't know. We go through a lot of the subjects that are common to classical schools, so I'm not sure how much detail you want there, but we study history and literature. We study theology and science, Latin, grammar. So yeah. the other sort of interesting thing that we introduced last year that's a lot of fun is we want to help the students to learn to clean up after themselves. And so they do the janitorial work for the school. All right. And so they clean up the school after the end of the day, which is a good deal of fun. They actually have found it to be entertaining, which I well, find great. Well, good. <laughs> you know, when I was in the Navy uh, on the ship, we had a, an hour that we would clean, and we called it the Exos Happy Hour because he was the only one happy on that ship while the rest of us worked. So you've done a better job than the Navy of, <laughs> of bringing that excitement to these kids. <laughs> yeah. They each find a job they find enjoyable, and they, you know. That's wonderful. They get the whole place cleaned up. So it's great. And so how does the day end then at, at Redeemer? Is there a concluding yeah. service? We don't. Um, we haven't managed to figure out a way to put a Vesper service at the end of the day. Fair although enough. I would like to do that. All right. We do end with the canticle, the In Peace and Joy I Now Depart. We sing that as we walk out of the building. And so the kids, five, six, seven, they're learning to sing, oh, sing the faith. Yeah, they know that. Yeah. They learned that in the first couple of weeks. So Amen. it's great. That's wonderful. And yeah. of course, they're teaching their parents. Yeah, their parents are mostly in the church, and so they also already know it. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What, Nathaniel, before I let you go, what word of encouragement do you have for parents that, that are maybe looking to either bring together a small community with their homeschoolers that maybe introduces some of this classical education or maybe that have you know caught the bug like you and say i think we want to pursue you know a classical school yeah i think two things the first is you should just do it it's going to be a lot of work it's going to be extremely hard and as pastor Kuntz said in one of our sessions a few days ago nobody's really going to know the work you put in but you should do it anyway because it is good and it will be excellent in the end. Amen. The second is don't worry about conforming yourself to the expectations of conventional schools. If you have five students, you can make it work. If you have 10 students, you can make it work. If you have two or three families for a homeschool co-op, you can make it work. There are ways you can do this. Think from your principles first. Find out what it is that makes a good education for your kids and for the kids around them and then build something that promotes that amen those are wise words thank you brother we've been very fortunate to have mr nathaniel pullman he is the headmaster of redeemer classical lutheran school here in fort wayne indiana and nathaniel thank you for your time today happy to do it this has been reverend gribbonaut with kfuo radio Thanks to Pastor Doug Gribbenoff for catching some of our friends at the Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education Conference that took place this summer in Fort Wayne, Indiana. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.
The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.